Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the comply on the fly question of the week is, I was wondering for an employee that starts in December and doesn't become benefit eligible until January 1st of 2023, do I still need to create a 1095C for them showing a 1H2D? Great question, and one that comes up often this time of year, when employers subject to the ACA or Affordable Care Act's shared responsibility requirements start thinking about 1094-1095C reporting. One of the big questions is, who gets a 1095C? Well, remember that the shared responsibility requirements apply to full-time employees, meaning those employees you have identified through your measurement method as employees working 30 or more hours per week. That is where you start when determining who should get a 1095C. So in our question, the employer has hired a new full-time employee at the end of the year, here in December, and even though that employee was hired as full-time, that employee is not yet benefit eligible. Instead, they are in a waiting period. Well, the instructions to the 1095C state the following, and I quote, an ALE member need not file a form 1095C for an individual who for each month of a calendar year is either not an employee of the ALE member or is an employee in a limited non-assessment period with respect to 4980HB. However, for the months in which the employee was an employee of the ALE member, such an employee would be included in the total employee count reported on Form 1094-C, Part 3, Column C. Also, if during the limited non-assessment period the employee enrolled in coverage under a self-insured employer-sponsored plan, the ALE member must file a 1095-C for the employee to report coverage information for the year, end quote. So back to our question. The employer states that the employee starts in December 2022. If you were going to fill out a 1095-C, the first 11 months, January through November, would be a 1H-2A, the 1H being the no-offer code, and the 2A explaining why there wasn't an offer. And in this case, 2A is not employed. The full-time employee then starts in December, but is in a waiting period, meaning they are not eligible until January 1st of 2023. Waiting periods fall under the definition of a limited non-assessment period. Another limited non-assessment period is the initial measurement period, for a part-time or variable-hour employee whom you have not identified yet as full-time. Because the person in our question is in a limited non-assessment period, the coding for December would be a 1H, no offer, and 2D, limited non-assessment period. For the entire 2022 calendar year, this person was not offered coverage 
because either they were not employed or they were in a waiting period. And based on the instructions, the employer would not need to file a Form 1095-C for this person. So remember, if your coding is all 1H2As or 1H2Ds, or a combination of those two coding sets for the entire reporting year, you would not need to file a 1095-C with the IRS or provide a 1095-C to the person. One last thing before I go. If you sponsor a self-funded health plan, meaning you do not purchase insurance through a fully insured health insurance carrier, and your eligibility requirements are less than 30 hours per week, you will be filing 1095-Cs for those employees working less than 30 hours who are enrolled because they have to show the coverage in Part 3, even though those employees are not part of the shared responsibility requirements reflected in Part 2. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.